0: You're listening to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. I'm your host, Jill Perrick, a business and mindset coach who specializes in imposter syndrome. If you feel like you're not as smart, capable, or worthy as you actually are, and that someone is going to find you out, then you come to the right place. I went from being a struggling government worker, working my coaching business on the side, but feeling unworthy and burnt out to making multiple six figures, helping women overcome imposter syndrome so they too can sign clients, make bank and have the business or career of their dreams. I am nothing special. I have a stuttering disability, ADHD, and I struggle with anxiety and depression. So if I can learn how to feel good enough and overcome my inner imposter, then so can you. Let's dig in. Hey, hey, my loves. Welcome back to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. You are listening to episode 137, and it's almost summer. I cannot wait. I think it is a neurodivergent thing where our mood is so affected by the weather. I was talking with a one-to-one client the other day, and she was just saying how because it's been raining for so long in Australia, like for at least like a couple weeks, she said, like straight, Um, she was feeling really, really down. And the only coaching I had for her was to go to Amazon and get one of those sunlight lamps. You know what I mean? Like sometimes we can't coach ourselves out of literally needing vitamin D. So I told her to go to Amazon and get one of those amazing sunlight lamps that like, replicates the sun and the uv rays and um that's something that we have to think about when you are so impacted by the weather i know that when it's like gloomy and doomy here um especially in ontario canada we get like these really gray kind of winters and it's cold and it's snowy and i don't leave my house for long periods of time and i work out take my vitamin D. I do all of the things, but something just like comes alive in me in the summer when I can get outside and ground and touch the earth. And it's definitely on my bucket list to spend a winter in like Florida or in California Or somewhere where it's just warm and I can enjoy the ocean and um, that's coming. It's definitely one of those things that like right now it doesn't exactly suit where I am in life, but I think it's coming. I think it's on the horizon. So today's episode, we are talking about people-pleasing. People-pleasing specifically when it comes to sales because imposter syndrome really does make you a people pleaser. And the reason why it does that, it's really similar to how we were talking about perfectionism. It's about 10 or 15 episodes down on the pod, but it's to this day, it's one of my highest downloads for podcast episodes when I was specifically talking about perfectionism and imposter syndrome. But when you feel like an imposter, when you don't feel good enough, it makes sense why you would be also in part a people pleaser because you are manipulating your behavior based on what you think other people will like. And the goal, the aim is for people to like you so you can feel good enough, so you can feel validated, so you can feel appreciated. And it is very and off the hop, you know, like we start out being like, I just want to make people happy. I just want to do things for other people. Um, I just want to make sure everybody feels okay emotionally. Like I find that in both personal and in a professional sense, what I would do is I would take on the discomfort or emotional burden in a situation. So not make things awkward, not push too much in terms of sales, and um, in terms of my personal life, like taking on discomfort and and just going with the flow and allowing other people to get their way and do what they want, so I could keep the harmony when it came to the environment. And this is something that I definitely picked up as a child in terms of with my dad, he worked two jobs and he was usually really stressed because he didn't have good emotional management of his own. So he would come home stressed um, and same with my mom. She worked full time and she did all the domestic labor. So she was raising three kids and running the house and taking us all to our sports and school and all that stuff. And she was also working at an extremely demanding full-time job too for the government and um we could probably feel like the stress and the tension in the house so how I learned to deal with that is I internalized it and just kept harmony as much as I could and this was also associated to how bad I felt and how shameful I felt whenever I did something wrong and whenever I caused my parents stressed or caused their anger or caused them to be upset I really took that personally because I felt good about being the good kid I felt good about not needing any of their Emotional support or labor, I felt good with just taking like the bare minimum because that made me honorable in some way or good in some way. You know what I mean? Um, And then I learned how much that had really affected me as I got older, feeling like the desires that I had, the wants that I had, the things that I needed, I would always reject them because I was just used to the situation that they would never be met. That unless I got them myself, nobody else could actually meet my needs and my wants and my desires because I didn't even leave room for me to have those things, right? So when it came to starting my business and when it came to showing up online, making offers, saying what I thought and sharing my expertise and asking people to work with me, where imposter syndrome came up in regards to people pleasing is really feeling like sales were hard because I was subconsciously prioritizing being liked over making sales. To me, I would think about, okay, I have to make sales, I have to show up and sell, I have to say this, I have to do that. But I also had the subconscious um, thought, the subconscious motivation that, but above all else, I need to be liked. And again, this is something that is not entirely conscious to us, right? Like we come into the space and we start selling and showing up and doing our thing. And or like, how come I have so much resistance? How come I'm overthinking everything? How come sales feel pushy or this doesn't feel good or whatever? And we don't even step back enough to realize that it is because that, that primitive part of our brain is, is wanting to be liked, is looking at everything we're doing and asking, But at the end of the day, do people still like us? And then when you think about society's rules and you think about the way that we are taught to be, especially women, how we're taught to be and function in society, a lot of the masculine things in business really turn us off because we're like, I can see somebody else do that and that's fine, but if I'm going to sell, if I'm going to show up, if I'm going to make sales, that all feels very masculine heavy and it does not align with the idea that we have about women. It does not align with how we are supposed to be as a soft, people-pleasing, everybody else is way more important than I am woman. Being liked is of the highest importance for our brains because we equate it with safety, right? So think about as you were growing up and as you were moving through the world and if you had very low self-worth, you were constantly looking to other people to validate that worth. So of course, when you're going to come into the online space and you're uploading your posts and you're doing stories, you are probably heavier- on the engagement side than other people. And what I mean by that is you are probably so much more fixated on engagement than some other people would be in terms of looking at the likes, looking at who's commenting, look at um, looking at who is even viewing your application, looking at um, how many times your reels got shared, looking at The engagement as a whole, looking at your Instagram story views and being like, who's watching it and how come they're watching it and blah, 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 and just getting so invested into who is consuming your stuff because you are so used to seeking that external validation and being liked. We now just equate that to being engaged with when it comes online. And again, it's of our highest importance. It could be subconscious, so you may not be totally aware of it, but it is of our highest importance because we just want to feel safe. And if you are somebody who has always felt that, that feeling of like low self-worth, you feel like you have to achieve for love, do for love, be for love, um, then you are just trying to seek out a space where you feel safe. And the space where you feel safest is when you are certain that everybody around you likes you and they love you and then you can feel like you belong right because as always the brain is going to look at how we belong the brain is going to be like where can I fit in so I can blend in so I am not being perceived as something that is vulnerable or something that is a threat? How can I keep myself safe in this moment? And when it comes to being online, we are in our own world. We are the only people who own our Instagram fucking platform. We're the only person there. We're on our own tiny island and that can feel very isolating. So we seek out the only way that we can seek out external validation which is through engagement metrics which is through posting something and then like obsessively looking to see who liked it and who's going to click on it because we feel unsafe and in business our safety uh we think our safety is equated to applications and equated to clients. So if people are engaging, then we can feel good, like, ooh, the safety is coming, the clients are coming. And being liked is just how your brain believes that you've kept yourself safe from hurt and pain and rejection and criticism. As long as you're liked, you can feel good about yourself. As long as people like you and like what you're saying, you can feel good about yourself. But when it comes to high ticket sales, it really kind of blows it all up, especially if you already have thoughts about sales being sleazy or gross, because someone doesn't always have to like you to believe that you can help them you are providing a service to them right you're you are not becoming their friend and the things that they could like about you could be your sales process it could be your unique methodology it could be the colors that you wear you know it doesn't always have to be about um about you as a person it's not about you and your Likeability as a human being. And this is especially hard when you have low self-worth and when you feel like you're not good enough because you don't even like yourself. And now you are telling yourself people have to like me in order to buy from me. And I just don't think that is true. People don't give two fucks about you. They... They have to either see themselves in you or trust you. And again, I don't always think that you need to like somebody to trust them. I think about like specifically um, this coach in the space who I have purchased from before and... When I think about it, I don't know if I would necessarily hang out with this person at lunch. I don't think that I would go shopping with this person. I've heard them talk on a podcast before and I didn't exactly love all the things that they were saying and that they're into, but I can separate their value and the things that they bring to the table and the things that, that they can teach me. I see that and I would probably in the future invest in this person not because I think that I have to like them but because I am a self-serving individual and I think that this person can help me achieve the things that I want to do and again it it is probably like 99.9% of the time when somebody is purchasing from you they probably do like you, but they don't have to. And that's the point is your safety does not have to equate to a client liking you, you do not have to be liked in order to be extremely successful and to make a fuck ton of money. If you are truthful, if you are open-hearted, if you are honest, if you are giving value, those things are so much more important than being liked. And it is just your brain that has years and years of experience telling you that you have only been kept safe for this long. You have only (sighs) avoided rejection and all these things because you were liked and your brain is lying to you. Because again, no like and trust is a thing. But what your potential client likes about you is totally up to them to decide you can't get into their head and be like, I love Jill and everything she does. So that's why I'm going to buy from her. Somebody could just purchase from me because they like the way that I coach my clients they could see the testimonials and be like she knows what she's doing they don't have to like everything about me showing my personal life in terms of like I go to one tree hill conventions or I really like the color pink or um I really like reality tv I want to buy a horse someday me like sharing these personal things about myself are not a tactic for me to get people to like me. They are a tactic for me to show, hey, these are the things that I like. These are the things that I like and this is who I am. And I don't need people to like the same things as me or to think of me as a likable person. I want them to see that I am a whole ass human being, that I'm a trusting individual that I care about them and I care about um, the services that they provide and I care about their own sense of worthiness. I want you to feel worthy. I want you to feel good enough because I think that it will make you a fuck ton of money. And that is what I wish to portray. But I don't share the things that I like and share a piece of myself so people can like me, right? And when you start thinking of your business and your sales process as being of service instead of getting people to like you, that is when things shift. When you start showing up and thinking, how can I be of service instead of how can I get people to enjoy this, to like this? Instead, thinking of how can I help this person? You know what I mean? And it doesn't have to be contingent on your Likeability as a person. Because the truth is, is that not everybody is going to like you. And the truth is, um, is that you cannot manipulate yourself enough to be the most perfect version of something for somebody to like you. And another truth is that you are going to have so many different clients I call them soulmate clients, you are going to have so many different soulmate clients, and none of them are going to be the fucking same. And if you are trying to manipulate yourself into the perfect coach for the perfect client, you are going to constantly be changing things. Because no client is the same, just like no coach is the same. Again, there have been a lot of situations where my coach has like said something to me or she's been coaching me and I don't particularly like her in that moment because she's saying something that's really honest and truthful and she's hitting me hard with with the things that I need to hear instead of the things that I want to hear but it's not her job to make me like her it's not it's not contingent on the success that I have in like to be liked so let me say that again for you. Your success and everything that you can create has nothing to do with being liked. If you are of value, if people see that you can give them something to think about that they've never thought about before, if you are providing value, if you are helping them achieve the result that you say you can help them achieve, it it's not about your fucking likability. And that is just a way that your brain has told you this is how you're going to be safe is you are going to post the right pictures you are going to look a certain way you are going to use the most neutral colors so you can appear safe um you are going to shrink yourself to 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 be small like I think about um I think about specifically if we were to take it back to sales and not asking for re so not reaching out to your clients being like hey do you want to re-sign thinking that they're going to be mad at you or thinking that they're going to be upset that you would even ask um thinking about when it comes to selling thinking about selling too much or saying directly hey I can help you showing up on your stories and saying, this is the price. This is how I can help you. You know, you want to be in this program. All of the things that you think about being pushy or sleazy or salesy, that is only coming from your thoughts about them. And it is only coming from if I am pushy, salesy or sleazy, somebody won't like me. But what if you being liked was completely off the table? what if that was something that you didn't even have to worry about you know what you should worry about you should worry about your fiance liking you (laughs) you should worry about your dog liking you you should worry about your mother liking you you know like when i think about i desire to be loved we all do that is a human need but Can you look for that desire outside of your business? Your business is not a place where you need to be liked because being liked doesn't translate to more money. It actually causes you to just shrink yourself because because there is no way that you could be likable to every person in your audience and every person in the world. Like I think about the fact that I have about 3,600 Instagram followers and if all of those people were in a room, the fact that I try to hold myself to a standard of them liking me makes me want to vomit because there's 3,600 people and there's no way that we like all the same things. There's no way that I can be the most perfect version of myself. So instead, I think about how can I love myself behind the scenes, in my personal life, and as an expert in my business. So when I show up, I am my fullest expression. So I am saying all the things I need to say and doing all the things I need to do. And it is not my job to be liked. It is just a way that my brain has thought we have been safe, has thought that this has kept us safe for years and years and years. So why would anything be different when I come into my business? So To wrap things up, people pleasing is really hurting your sales because you are afraid to risk the relationship with a potential client. You are afraid to be unlikable, which let me just say that that is just a fear. You could say the honest truth, and somebody could say, "Holy fuck, this bitch is right. I need to work with her." You could be your most fullest expression, and all these fears about being unlikable aren't even true, right? Because people will attach themselves to your energy. People will attach themselves to the fact that you are fully yourself. And that's what you embody because that's what everybody wants to embody for themselves is the most fullest expression of themselves being in alignment with who they actually are, right? And you are not doing anyone in your audience any favors when you are not the best version of yourself when you are not the most aligned version of yourself okay so ask yourself that question am I not saying this thing am I not launching this program am I not doing this because I simply don't want to and this is just not something that I feel called to or am I really trying to just be liked Or am I avoiding being unliked? Some really good questions for you as you show up this week. Okay, so I love you so much and I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. I still have spots open for one-to-one coaching so you can go to the link in my show notes if you want to sell confidently overcome imposter syndrome and sign high ticket clients. Again, the link is in my show notes to book a sales call with me for six months of one-to-one coaching. I love you. Bye. Thanks for listening to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. Head to the show notes to find out how you can take this work deeper with me in one-to-one coaching or in my lifetime group coaching program, The Worthy Woman Method. In the show notes, you'll also find a free three-day challenge to start the process of overcoming your inner imposter. And once you're done with that, screenshot this episode and share it on Instagram, tagging me at yourcoachjill so we can connect. See you next time.